0: Before we get started. Before we get started. This show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kinda like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is in
1: It. This is in It.
0: So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clixland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam, and this is episode 199. We are one off of 200. I um, have no idea what we're going to do for episode 200, but it's been quite the ride since episode one. But uh, we don't have our normal crew on today. We do have Miles, and we do have his partner... From this past weekend, Treizo. I forgot your last name. What's your last name, Treizo?
1: It is Kobe. Kobian.
0: Kobe. In Kobe. In. Um, yeah. So, uh, before we get into their tournament that they took part of, I want Treizo to tell us a little bit about himself because this is the first time that he's been on the podcast. So, Treizo, tell us a little bit about your history with Clicks. Maybe when you started, are you competitive or casual? Do you have a favorite Click? Uh, why are you friends with Miles? Things like that.
1: All right. Let's see. So I first started uh, playing Hero Clicks back uh, was it 2001 or 2002 that Infinity Challenge came out. Um, I was 10 years old, and my friend lived right next to a comic book shop that we would go to uh, most days after school. And it, that was back when comic shops used to sell singles of Clicks all the time. You know, so they had a big glass display case filled with Infinity challenge singles and just seeing characters that i grew up with in the form of a you know figure that you could fit in your pocket was just like something that i needed to know more about you know so i had i don't know how i had a 20 dollar bill in my pocket at the time but for some reason i had i had cash on me and i saw i think the starter sets were 20 dollars at that time um so i just got I got an Infinity Challenge starter set with the map and the dice and still have the dice to this day. And uh being so young though my friends and I didn't really couldn't really grasp the rules uh in the way that, you know, they were meant to be played. So we kind of just, you know, made our own way of the game for a while until <clears throat> Sorry, only about uh, maybe a couple years of that and then we kind of lost interest because uh, no other kids at school really played. So um, I didn't find my few Infinity Challenge pieces again until about college. Um, and they kind of brought back, I was just like, oh, wow, like, do these still exist? So I kind of looked it up and found some pieces. But then they were still kind of just display pieces on my desk at the time. And then I moved to Georgia uh, prior to COVID happening. And um, kind of COVID happened as soon as we moved out there to Georgia. I moved my family out there. And um, I needed something to do, some people to see. uh, And Heroclix somehow made its way back into my life again. And I started collecting with Cosmic clash and uh the fantastic four set and uh that was kind of right georgia at the time was opening up um a little bit so venues if you were had masks on you could go play so i started playing with with a group i found out there and they really opened me up to the competitive scene and and then things were still so slow moving out there that um i didn't really get heavily into competitive until we finally moved back to oregon um and I found the guy group from Portland and uh found some great guys here here in Oregon to play with so I've kind of been diving more and more into competitive lately so does, That's kind of my story.
0: Does Miles fall in that group of nice guys?
1: Yeah, you know my Yeah, <laughs> yeah Miles of course. Uh he's, you know, He doesn't make it to this uh, this Albany group that I've been playing with uh, a lot. He doesn't make it as often as we would all like, but whenever he's here, it's always a fun time.
0: So, so when you have five kids or any kids by that matter, it is hard to uh, find time for a lot of other things.
2: Well, it's also about a three and a half, four hour drive. That's right.
0: To get. yeah. I, f- I forgot that you travel quite a bit. You basically put in a full workday to play clicks. <laughs> I yeah. do. Yep, it's worth it. Um, yeah, and you've
1: got your own little, little group too, right? That's a little bit closer, so.
2: Somewhat, yeah. I haven't been able to make it up to Roseburg, sadly, because, I mean, that's still an hour and a half away, and time and money is, especially gas price in a truck. But,
0: right. Yeah. Um, all right, so they were in a tournament this past weekend. I only have about 45 minutes because I'm have ai like cramped in now. I have a business call at 9 o'clock tonight. Um, but I wanted uh, them to come on the show because they actually took first place, spoiler alert, at this tournament. Uh, but they'll tell you a little bit about uh, where it was held, who they played against, what the format was. And I'm kind of just here to moderate and record the podcast. But um, I want to also hear how these guys, uh, you know, did throughout the day. So I'm going to hand the mic over to them. So tell us uh, where the event was, the format and your team. So take it away. All right. So it was a
2: two V two tournament where it was extreme Highlander pulp. So you and your partner could not share a single element. Um, It was also so extreme that even if you generated bystanders, um, you could only have one of those on the map um, period. So there's a few figures like mirror master that was unfortunately, um, nerfed a little bit, and uh, we had originally there were supposed to be twelve teams to show up. It's over at Gongai guy. Um, this is their what pretty much our last hurrah for uh, the Eagles who uh, host the Eagles cast. Uh, Chip is unfortunately leaving the game um, due to the a lack of their uh, locals. Um, we still have Brian and Corey, Corey for sure, and Brian's on the fence about staying. Chips plans on staying just to, for fun and to hang out. And we were supposed to get at least 12 teams. Unfortunately, two of the teams didn't show up. So there's only 10 teams um, that showed up. But I think it was a great field that showed up. Um, Teresa, did you want to go ahead and uh, talk about your team before I get into mine, and then we can go into our matchups?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, I Miles kind of built his team first, so he uh, he kind of gave me the choice of what I wanted to play, and then he kind of went from there. Um, So I decided to go the Necron route, um, just because there's the few heavy hitters in Pulp, and he seemed like kind of a new, fun uh, route to go in that way. So it was like, I started thinking, do I try to go theme with Necron, or do I try to figure something else out? And for some reason, as, as I started looking at the different figures available in pulp i just started kind of thinking that non-theme was the way to go with him to just get the most uh power out of him possible and um i originally was i I like to play taxis just for mobility in general i like taxis on my team and i remembered cyborgman had like some cool passenger four thing but then uh looking at him again i realized oh no it only works for uh gotham city underworld or whatever so then miles brought out he's like oh manifold is a pretty good taxi even though it's only two and i was like okay manifold and as soon as i looked at manifold a little bit closer i saw that he had the shield ta and i already had a black manta goon on the team um so then i started putting things together i had the black manta goon there for enhancement and uh so at that point, I'm I'm looking at Necron, Black Manta Goon, and Manifold, and I'm thinking, how do I fill this team out uh, to get what I need? <clears throat> and I I saw Deathstroke uh, giving another wild card, so that brought me another Shield TA. So it ended up being Necron, Deathstroke at a hundred points, um, a Black Manta Goon, Manifold at thirty. And then I had the Avengers 60th Scarlet Witch um, for uh, Perplex and TK. And uh, Magic from X of Swords, the uncommon magic that um, has probability control. Um, I think that was, that was the whole team right there. And the, the strategy was basically to, to bump Necron's range. Yeah, bump his range up uh, to 10. Did I forget somebody? Yeah.
2: yeah, Raven, the uncommon Raven.
1: That's right. That's right. I had the uncommon Raven there for another perplex, and FTK uh, if I needed it. Um, yeah, she was huge for that, and and then Red Raven on the sideline just to keep people from wanting to KO her, basically, which worked. She didn't. She didn't get KO'd the entire day. Um, so I basically, yeah, with Red Raven and Scarlet Witch there, I had two perplexes to bump his to bump Necron's attack up from a 10 to a 12. And then with the three shield TAs, I had his range up to a 10. And then with one enhancement from a goon and only two power actions uh, from e- any of the shield TA characters, I'm now shooting with Necron uh, for 12 attack and 6 damage from 10 squares away. And... um uh, I've noticed it, with Pulp, a lot of the times people tend to break first-term immunity, which was kind of interesting. And it seemed like every time that happened, um, I was able to just, even without a TK, just sidestep Necron next to the t- next to the shield guys and just be able to shoot 12 for 6 and basically KO uh, whatever I wanted on their team. Um so yeah, that that was kind of the the
2: general strat behind the team. I would say. Right, and then uh, yeah, the team was amazing. It, it it works better than it does on paper.
0: What um, it, like Teresa map, said. Um,
2: <clears throat> sorry, what maps did you play on or choose for your
0: three?
1: Uh, so let's see. I had construction site, Avengers Tower, and um, man, I forget the third one. The third they they honestly never. Being non-theme, I lost map roll. I think every game except one game. Um, but I the one game I did win map roll, I used Avengers Tower, and it worked really well. Just because Necron can see anything outdoor, I, I was I was fine with because Necron can just see over it also. Um, no. <clears throat> and and it worked it worked great because Necron at forty points is is scary but i think the only reason he is scary is because of his healing potential because a 10 attack for three damage no matter how far away he can shoot isn't really that intimidating but when all of a sudden at 40 points with no healing he's still shooting at 12 for six it makes the the other person need to kind of run up and deal with him and then as soon as they did that deathstroke is sitting back there still full at 100 points, just ready to pulse wave them back wherever he wants, you know. So it it was kind of the perfect um, bait a little bit
2: to bring them in. Yeah, it was a great one-two punch. Um, and yeah, and like Ter- Teresa said, uh, I, I made my team first since he was on the fence and he didn't really know what he wanted. And so I took the initiative. I'm like, all right, I'm going to build what I want. And uh, the BTU Martian Manhunter has been something that I've been really, really wanting to get to work. Um, people talk about how good he is in Pulp, but no one has actually ever put him to the map. He's one of those characters that are usually good on paper. And uh, his his trait's amazing, where he shuts off free. Um, but it requires range and line of fire, and unfortunately there's a lot of things that have stealth that shut him down. So the main thing that I need to do is figure out a way to shut down stealth... Um, and that's where the Common Moon Knight from, uh, was it, Beyond Amazing uh, comes in. At 35 yeah. points, he grants Perplex. He's got improved targeting uh, you know, adjacent, so if they do base him, he can still, you know, figure out a way out. But his real bread and butter is uh, his trait, Hunter's Moon, that gives him Leap Climb, Stealth, and Willpower. Um, and it also gives him free choose an opposing character within range until your next turn. The chosen character can't use stealth or willpower. So I was able to shut down several figures with just him and including Necron cause Necron can't do his three through six. Um, and then I'm like, okay, so that's, that's gonna be the main, the main focus is to get Manhunter and Moon Knight in position. Um, we need to try and figure out what we're going to do. Um, uh, there's two detective or two mystery ink figures that I really love. One is common Fred, who unfortunately is just not good in modern, uh, but in pulp at 50 points, he has a uh, seven movement sidestep and passenger four, which is huge. Plus, he also grants he has TK and uh, le- he's my leadership, and uh, he has defend and he has late dial uh, support, which didn't really come in, come in needed, but is, it was nice to have just in case. And then the other Mystery Inc. member that I put on there is uh, the starter set Velma at 40 points. So she has a uh, seven ten seventeen three 3 with stealth, uh, super senses, and a special damage power that grants outwit and prob. And so, g- hearing her with Manhunter is perfect, since Manhunter can shut down free actions. Let's, let's say, for instance, like a Deathstroke. Um... And then you can go ahead and have her outwit someone's TK, so that way he can't running shot pulse wave after being, or he can't be TK'd and then pulse wave because you're six away. Uh, It also shuts down outwit from figures like Blue Marvel or anyone else with uh, power cosmic. Um, So I was seeing that I'm like, okay, I need to try and bring in a heavy hitter, and unfortunately, Detective doesn't have a really good secondary heavy hitter. So I brought Misty Knight, who is great because she grants uh, Empower and Enhancement, depending on what you need. But she also, (laughs) the main reason why she's here, is that she also grants you the ability to choose any character and gains the detective keyword. Uh, I was really, there's a few figures that I was looking at, um, but the one that I fell on was one that I felt really needed to be there, and I ended up making Blue Marvel my detective. uh, Because, I mean, his pulse wave is just too good. You, You can't turn that you just it's just too, too good. Especially if you forget to make a Manhunter go to his second click, and you're like, okay, maybe it's going to be better if I pulse wave him onto that click, and then he can attack. Um, and then I had 20 points left over, and there's really not a lot of options, but the one option was Batgirl from Batman Team up for 20. She just gives me a perplex, so now my team had three perplexes with Manhunter, Moon Knight, and Batgirl, as well as two outwits from Velma and Blue Marvel. And then also have my prob control. Plus TK. Mm-hmm. So I was able to cover my basis. Uh it's a very strategic team. Um I think I only cleared one team, and that's just because they decided to come full at me. It's meant to just win by points and play to time. Uh it's it's decently hard to pilot because placement is very key. So Yeah. And then my maps. I really didn't care what maps I picked. That's why I let Tereso pick the good maps, like Avengers Tower, because uh, my whole entire goal is to just go first. But I gave them uh, the Oscorp Warehouse, Daily Bugle Press Room, and the Batcave. And I won initiative... I want to say... I only missed it once, and I always made them go first. Or I made them choose map, except for one time where I chose map. Which is beneficial against me.
0: So, going into this tournament, what were your guys' expectations? To be honest.
2: Okay, so this is this is true story. We have text to prove it. So, I went to Worlds <laughs> and I had a lackluster, I had a lackluster performance, and uh, I was very disappointed in myself. And uh, this is before I even made this team. I made this team after Worlds. Um, I literally messaged Teresa and I told him, "All right." Um, I am embarrassed at what how I um performed at Worlds. Getting anything besides first is gonna be a complete disappointment. We're going for blood. <laughs> <laughs> My exact yeah. text to him. The only expectation we had was to win. Like there was no second place. We were going there to win. Um That's what I tell you. I don't know if maybe his mentality wasn't as great, but that's I I refuse to take anything but first.
1: Yeah, I think I think that message from you kind of Gave me a little bit of a confidence boost. I, I, this is the first time I've won something like this before. So I, I kind of, but you know, I, I know that I do get better every time I go to an event. So I, I'm yeah, always and, optimistic.
2: And I've been helping your teams since uh, we actually met in person, realistically, uh, for Washington states, where, and you saw where that team went wrong. And then by the time you got to Oregon states, we worked on that team and you're able to get top eight. So yeah,
0: exactly.
1: you've
2: been yeah, getting better every time. So.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I definitely no, winning, Nothing
0: winning, optimistic, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so take us through um, <clears throat> any interesting rounds. Maybe uh, let's not talk about all the rounds in Swiss, but maybe some close calls or some interesting teams that you guys went up against in Swiss first.
2: Yeah, so our first game was <laughs> the time where I sat down like, crap, I'm going to be disappointed. We are going against uh, two members of the Eagles, uh, Corey and Brian. Corey played a really fun team. He actually went up against uh, Torreso, And then I played Brian's Gotham City Underworld. Um, He, by the middle of that game, hated Martian Manhunter and Moon Knight because his whole entire thing was he gave everybody poison with Joker. And uh, he had the rare poison ivy at 80 points. And uh, to make those vines free, or is a free, and she has stealth, sure. But Moon Knight decided to shut her stealth off, and I refused to ever let her take a free action. So that nerfed his team. It was Not a pretty that, close call.
1: Their uh, retaliation oh, thing is a free, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and her retaliation. Um, the Harley Quinn could have been a problem, but I made sure to take her out because she had that retal. Um, my main focus was to just uh, troll him, and unfortunately, make his Poison Ivy useless. Um and just win by points. Um, Teresa's team that he played against, I ended up playing in top four. And then, because Teresa also played this team. I don't know if you remember that team.
1: That you yeah, against. Corey's team. Uh, it was two Killer Crocs uh, the one from BTU, one from uh, Notorious. And then he had a Necron, Black Hand, um, a Venom Symbiote. He was playing monster uh, theme. Uh, which I thought was pretty unique, uh, for, for Pulp at least. Um I forget, I think oh he had uh, Aquaman on there too. Yeah, um, Aquaman. Yeah, that's right. Uh and I, you know, I always am nervous playing those guys because they're they're good players. And mm-hmm. right away, um, like I was saying, Corey kind of uh moved his team out and me without even thinking just I completely forgot Dolphin symbol even existed. So I just like got all set up for my Necron shot. And then he's like, Oh no, you can't shoot these guys, man. What are you talking about? Like and then I'm like, Oh my God, like I already set set up my guys to shoot you. And so my only target available then was the Venom symbiote and of course he rolled a shape change. So then hey, this is game one of the day and I'm feeling like, oh my God, I just made the most fatal mistake already and So then that left me open for him to just move in and he right away killed my Necron in that game. And I really had to play extra aware after that and use Deathstroke at that point to just kind of pick up the pieces because it it ended up being really close after that, losing Necron.
2: Yeah, and my my game against him was tough because uh, he killed my Blue Marvel really early and that put me in the same position as you to where I'm like crap, we're not going to make it to the finals. Um, mm-hmm. But I decided, i like, you know what? This is it. Martian Manhunter's time has come. So I clicked him, and he's like, oh shit, you clicked him? I'm like, yep. And Manhunter has the ignores blocking and characters improve movement, which means that he can charge through walls. Um, he put me on uh, what was it? Uh, the Atlantis Throne Room, the same as he did Teresa and uh, Martian Manhunter decided to clean up, and yeah, that, his team was very interesting with the Killer Croc, um, both Killer Crocs, the Aquaman, yeah. Black Hand, and Ron. It, it made me proud because I'm like, yes, he's he's playing a Dolphin team. It's that mm-hmm. was definitely probably the most unique build I think that we went up against. Uh, that I went up against.
1: I, w- I would there. say so. Yeah, I think so.
2: Um, and then yeah. uh,
1: Brian's game was pretty interesting for me as well. Just uh, as far as the way he positioned, he, let's see, he put me on, is it bat bat cave that has uh, the kind of big, like um, little, uh, I think
2: that's injustice league.
1: Okay. Is that the one? It is. Yeah. With the, the two sides on, then there's like the middle um, that's all elevated. below. Okay. Um,
2: injustice game. Same. Yeah,
1: he took, me on. he took me on that one, and um, I I went first turn. I put my guys all lined up in that tiny little room on the on the edge, and uh, first turn just broke a wall with Necron just because I didn't want to feel so boxed in, and then passed to his turn, and he he moved just far out enough with Joker and Harley Quinn that I could do a TK and get Necron. Um, to do his 12 for 6, at, which would have, you know, uh, I think KO'd the, the Joker. And, of course, uh, Shape Change on Joker is a successful role. So then I had to switch to Harley Quinn and hit, but boom, she hits Super Senses. So then again, I'm, I'm in a position where I've, I've extended myself even just a little bit, and he now has his retails he can come at me with from Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Which he did. He ran up and retaliated. Missed both of the retaliations. Which he was just super uh you know, we were both surprised and I could see he was not happy about it.
2: Fine, and then that happens too often.
1: Right, right, which would have been devastating for me if he hit those. And then after that his yeah. his next chance was to drop the poison ivy vine and flurry on me, but again he missed both flurries. So it was it was a crazy moment of luck that I was able to then even have a turn to try to do something and if, and the, again when people run up at me I tend to bring Deathstroke out and pulse wave them and of course I pulse wave for six with Dex- Deathstroke so that really put me in a position in that game to kind of where he was then having to play catch up and it it uh, ended up working out for me but. It could have gone a completely different way if he had just hit even one of those Alpha Strike attacks.
2: Yeah, and his team is probably one of the most unique ones. It has a Poison Ivy Rare at 80 from Notorious. The 50-point uncommon Harley Quinn, which he didn't bring anybody in for to make that um, Gotham City. He had the Batman team-up Joker that gives Mystics. The Batman team-up Clayface who, if he hits his shape-change rolls, is devastating with his little clones. Uh, mm-hmm. The 25-point um, Harley Quinn from Batman team-up that grants... Is it Suicide stealth? Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. It's, um, and mm-hmm. then he had the BTU yeah. Penguin that gave everyone with that... that um, was uh, Underworld. And then he had the 15-point goon. And yeah, mm-hmm. his, it was a great team. But yeah, his roles were not very good against us. Um, no, and then he Les even had... had-
1: at, right. at one point, I was just going to say he did have Deathstroke on his last click and that would have been a, I, I forget what exactly our score was, but a hundred points for him would have been huge. And, and that mastermind on Deathstroke's, uh, stop click is just, is crazy. And then, so that came into play. And then I was able to run Deathstroke away over to Magic and copy X-Men TA, which I never even imagined would come up. Um, and just heal him one click off the stop click, so then it made it pretty much impossible for Brian to then get him the next turn. Which then after that, it was it was time. So that, yeah, that you were, you
2: change. won one ninety five to forty five, and then I won two ten to one thirty. So if he went KO okay. uh, Deathstroke, it looks like you were still up. Um, okay. The less said about our top eight game, uh, the better. We went up against uh, two inexperienced players, or maybe I don't know. Um, but their play style was very turtle and like they'd sidestep up. Um, those were two tough games. Yeah. There's, um, there's the slow play of barrier, barrier, barrier and sidestep and barrier and sidestep, um, sucked. I was getting frustrated cause I let him choose map and totally forgot that he had bat cave on there. And so that threw me off because I needed, um, I needed to be able to see over that or do something um but he had uh he had i believe it was necron militant so he gave everybody 19 so that was unfortunate um then he had yeah just barrier pieces like uh words what is it i play against i can't even find his build yeah, the, the game was just uh, a, a clog, and I saw Tereso uh, doing really good against his opponent, and so my whole entire thing was, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, unfortunately, I dual-targeted with uh, Doctor Strange from Avengers Forever and Deathstroke, and I decided to do all the damage to Deathstroke instead of KOing um, Doctor Strange, so I only scored 0, but he only scored 30. So me losing 0 to 30 was huge because Teresa was into... Winning one sixty to ninety five, so that was the only loss I believe either one of us had the entire tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, the and whole then, time, uh, the whole time, honestly, I, I didn't even feel like I had that game because I, I wasn't really lo- looking at how many points I had. I was just trying to because you know some of the turns were taking a long time, and I was like just like trying to get to my next turn so I could KO some stuff before the time came up, you know. And yeah, I, yeah we ended up getting it though, so that's good.
2: Yeah, that was. I would have been very disappointed. Um, and then our third matchup, and then who we ended up meeting in the finals, was Mailman, Richard, and uh, Chip. And this is Chip's last hurrah. So this is a big deal for game three. Um, we were both came, we we were at top table, so we had to stay there. Um, I played against Richard. Richard had a really interesting team. So he played uh, the War from the X of Swords slop at 70. And uh, he played the, the, the robot apocalypse to give him the plus one to everything leader necron dr strange and black hand and i i saw an opportunity to do what i needed to do um i perplexed up uh my blue marvels range to be extremely high so that i could alpha um and just neuter war so he couldn't do anything and then it would just put him into a game of attrition because his second attacker after that was necron who only had a 10 attack maybe an 11 and I was able to shut him down with Manhunter and um, Moon Knight, like I always do, because those those combos, it, that combo is just, I, I can't even tell you how good that combo is. And then I believe I ended up winning that, like it was 200 to 140. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a very convincing game, and I knew we would see them in top cut, and so the whole time I'm just telling him, I'm like, oh, I'm not even... I was, I'm not even trying. I said I can't show you my team's tricks, <laughs> so I was throwing them off. And this will play later, uh, and once we get into the finals. But um, yeah, I believe this is where Torizo just completely wiped a uh, chip.
1: Yeah, I yeah, because I have a I don't when I'm playing. I just especially when I'm playing against some. You know, Chip is a good player again too. So I yeah, I just can't can't hold back. I I did my whole thing on my all my little tricks and. TKs and Shield TAs and all that. And I think he... he I put him on Avengers... That was the one game I won uh, initiative roll. So I I chose map and put him on Avengers Tower. And he did kind of what I was describing, where he just kind of broke his first turn immunity right off the bat. And uh, just moved like a few squares up to try to position his guys. He had a Militant and a Falcon um i think a red widow and kind of doing i think maybe it was like a soldier theme um
2: yeah was deathstroke red widow militant falcon and blue marvel
1: right yeah so but i the way he put his guys up there i was able to just i think even with yeah without a tk just uh sidestep necron next to the shield characters and then um Six six clicks takes out Red Widow right off the bat. So it took out Red Widow and healed up, um, and then I think he was able to run up and pulse wave with Deathstroke on on Necron, um, and hit a five on the on the pulse wave. But since Necron had had healed, what I think three he heals right. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, because you KO'd him Yeah.
1: Yeah, so even with the 5 on the pulse wave, he had needed a 6 to KO Necron. Um so he was at first when he hit the 5, he was all excited, but then I I clicked it and he's like, "What? He's still alive?" So that was a uh, pretty big to to be able to after that still KO some stuff and get Necron healed back up. Um But yeah, kind of as soon as he ran his team in, it was kind of just a matter of... uh, He was kind of in a little death pit there of just getting shot at by Necron and getting kind of bounced around by Deathstroke. So yeah, that one was pretty decisive.
2: He beat them very decisively, even though my my score looked a lot closer than it was. Um, Whenever I play top players in um, Swiss, I never like to show my teams like true things. And so afterwards, uh, Mailman Richard was said, he's like, well, he's like, if I play him again next time, I guess uh, I'm going to put my barriers in front of war to protect him. And I'm like, war's not even the main problem. I said, I'm just doing that. I said, you don't even know what my team can do because I'm just throwing you off. And then he's like, what? And then they saw my other games to where um, I ended up actually toying with most of my opponents um, just because I just wanted to have fun and use a troll. Because the Manhunter uh, Moon Knight is just stupid fun. Um, I love it. Um, and then yeah, we were going to see them in the finals. Um, they ended up just wanting to concede um, because you know it. it, it all it would have done is just took an hour and we would have won. Um, our teams were just built better, um, and the they were they proved to be both the top two teams the entire event. Um, my mm-hmm. one loss was just as it was a team team format, so I didn't want to make any mistakes. Um, so I had to play very defensive. So all I did was give up 30 points and I knew if I tried to get more points, I'd be opening up to lose more points. And, uh, I figured it's better to hope Teresa wins by a lot more than 30 and, uh, get us to the next round, um, which luckily he did. So yeah, it was a great event. Um,
1: and that game again was against the, the turtle teams was definitely, scary at at certain points because i think I, I don't think it was until you lost the 30 points and you looked over at me and you're like all right man you you better score some stuff because i just he's up by 30 now and i don't have any points and i'm like okay because i i still hadn't I, none of us had even done anything on my side so i i had to overextend at that point i was like all right i have to take a risk and kind of i had to do a couple of extra tks and and Break a, a barrier with Deathstroke just to get Necron to to Ko. Uh, I think I was only able to reach the Scarlet Witch that he was using to barrier the A sixty Scarlet Witch. So, um, seeing that you were behind over there, I think kind of finally pushed me into taking a risk and jumping out there and finally getting it started on my on my map. You know,
2: because yeah, and that's why I had to tell you that because I knew that. I would lose more points if I went aggressive and my team's not meant to be aggressive. And so I'm like, crap, I gave up 30. That's not a lot of mm-hmm. points. Um, we can, we can come back from this. And that's why as soon as I lost 30, I let you know, Hey, I'm not giving him any points. I'm not going to get any more points. Yeah. Any, he's my 30 to so score some points. So yeah. I wanted to tell you that as early as I could, so that way we were in the same mindset. Because your team has the ability to just go and wipe teams, whereas mine is not. So um, that was a strategic decision for me to lose by thirty points. I know most people wouldn't agree, but I think it worked out. In the, I think it worked out correctly.
1: Yeah, it definitely, everybody. it definitely did.
2: And our teams just perfectly complemented each other. Um, and yeah, I I knew a hundred percent that we were going in there. Now I started feeling a little bit less confident. And then I was able to just finally, after I um, did that to his uh, to Brian's um, poison ivy, I knew it. I'm like, all right, that's it. Um, we're gonna take it all. So um, mm-hmm. it was good to actually say that we were going for blood and to actually do it. Because I mean, there's always that you know that chance that you don't. But I um, felt really good, especially winning with Martian Manhunter, who people think is good, but no one's actually ever able to unlock the code. And so, being the first person to win a decent-sized event, you know, one of the bigger events um, out in Oregon, unfortunately, the, you know, we only had 20 people show up. But still, to win, a, be the first person to win a big event with Man Hunter and Pulp, to show that he is viable and more than just paper, I think, that makes me really happy. Um, and then, yeah, your Necron was just yeah, stupid good, 12, 12 attack to 10 range, so. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> Did you have any questions about it, Adam, about how um, certain figures out that we didn't go over?
0: I didn't. I um, I see a lot of people talking about that rare poison ivy. I just don't see it myself, but there's obviously something there. I think... So yeah,
2: it's her free retail and getting in those um, things, especially at 80 points. So you can free move her or you can carry her into place and then she can drop the vine that's hitting... Because she has empower, so these vines are going to be hitting 11 for 3 twice. So. And then the other, I think she
1: content. was. I think she was also a little bit held back by the format because uh, I think what those vines that she drops are max 4, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. That,
2: that's what I was saying. Yeah, it, it really hurt her. So she was only able to get max 1.
1: Yeah, so her, her only being able to do 1 was, was a lot.
0: All right, <clears throat> we got about fifteen more minutes before I gotta go. So uh, let's talk about your uh, either your finals game or maybe some other ones beforehand.
2: Oh, that's we, we did. We did. We only oh, had sorry. a small t- turnout, so all we had was yeah. We we literally only had three Swiss games, and then um, technically two of top cut because our finals game they conceded before we could even play. So yeah, it was it was a rather short tournament. Um, Were there any?
0: Big names that kind of showed up there that are known across the uh, clicks community.
2: Yeah, the Eagles cast. Um, most people know who they are. Brian Dormeyer, Um
0: I have more men. I'm sorry, Franklin. I should have said that better. Like a, uh, any like content creators or like like a Daniel Powell, so. a Crampton, a PJ, a Jay Solomon, stuff like that.
1: Jay Solomon
2: made um, it. Oh yes, uh, thanks for yes. Jay Solomon actually showed up. Um, his partner turned out to be sick the day before, so he just helped judge. But Jay Solomon was there. Okay. Um
1: helping Yes, so that judge. was cool. That was cool yeah, to just be able to like, meet to meet him in person, and you know, anytime you've uh, can meet somebody in the Clicks community that you see often on Facebook or listen to the podcasts and stuff, it's it's cool to be able to shake their hand and stuff.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, too, yeah, it's, like, Oregon out here, the Pacific Northwest as a whole, is, like, the ugly stepsister. Um, we don't ever really get any other people from out in the Midwest or anything, so, like, we're almost in an island, and that's one of the main reasons why Chip is getting out of the game is because the local scenes are getting so small, and uh, it's hard to hold big events when we have, you know, we're supposedly getting these 30 people, and then, you know, you have 10 or more people that just don't show up to the events, so... Um, but the Albany crew is doing a great job. They did the, the first thing with the States. I think, um, at that, uh, brewery, um, I mm-hmm. think it's a great step forward and I'm hoping that we can start trying to build it up out here in the Pacific Northwest to make, make, it a destination sort of like how champion clicks is, is, um, on the East coast. I think people are missing out on a lot out here. The meta is completely different. Um, I think that both of our teams would have held their own if we were anywhere else because, like, my normal teams are like one trick ponies. And sure, I had a trick with Manhunter, but he is a great figure for the format. And I think that my team would have held up. And I I feel confident enough that I would have been able to beat the majority of people because of how I play my team. Um, And I'm sure Teresa feels the same way. So um, if anyone wants to, you know, try something different, you know, and then come out here and prove that we suck, apparently, since I guess a lot of people think the Pacific Northwest sucks. So, yeah, it's calling people out, I guess.
0: <laughs> it, it would be so. interesting to – because I obviously don't get out of Wisconsin at all, besides for Florida, but it would be interesting to see kind of how the meta is around the country compared to, like, Central mm-hmm. to West Coast, uh, East Coast, even e, uh, International over in Mexico or Spain or wherever else people play. It would just be interesting how much – like – it's completely different in Australia because Mork was saying that, like, they don't even have Notorious yet, and they're already getting promos for Wheels. So, obviously, their meta is different than ours because they don't have the Black Lanterns, which is a big part of the meta mm-hmm. right now. They just have X of Swords. Uh, what the heck would there even be without Notorious? X of Swords. Um, Batman Team. Batman Avengers team Lo-
2: Forever and Avengers. and Spider-Man Beyond Amazing. Yeah,
0: so basically what the meta used to be, kind of, before rotation, but even then it's kind of changed a little bit. But uh, it'd just be interesting to see. Because, yeah. But, um... What what is the meta on the West Coast, really? What would you consider? So the meta on the West
2: Coast...
0: Sorry. Is it it more like... Is it swarmy? Is it tentpole-y? What is it?
2: So, the majority of people that, like, especially out there in Washington, is, uh, it's Carnage Surfers. Uh, it's, it's pretty much the same. Most players out here is the same as what it is out, out everywhere else, the top meta. So, like, whatever Daniel Powell or, um, Scott Crampton or any winning build is, people are just going to copy paste that. Um, there's a few players, uh, Treso, me, um, Curtis, and then you have Daryl, um, as well as chip, Brian and Corey, they try to bring their own thing. Brian is like me to where he wants to make crap work. That shouldn't,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, he's been more successful longer than me since, you know, I took a 14 year break, but the meta is definitely about countering the meta for the top players. I think in the, in the region, um, the top players in the region will counter build to the meta more so than play the meta. If that makes sense. Um, so that's, I would say that's the meta in here. I mean, would you have any, you play uh, more at your local level Teresa, but you play a lot more of the Oregon players. So would you agree or disagree with that statement?
1: Yeah. You know, I think, I think I would agree with, with your assessment there. I think for me personally, it's, it's comes down to what I pull from my brick or case. And then uh, if, depending on if I'm able to trade it off soon enough, for whatever I'm going to need, uh, team building wise, and then it, then I'm kind of left there with like, okay, this is what I have to build with, and or to seeing what you have to borrow, and then working from there. So I think I'm kind of for that reason sometimes forced into more creative builds than I would like, maybe. Um, but I think that also makes it fun to try to do well with uh, figures that not everybody is using at that event, or you know, it kind of makes you feel. Better about your win, and your wins um, when you're using unique figures, you know.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and I, uh, I think a lot of I think Chase a lot of players Fred. out here value that. You didn't you place top eight with Chase Fred on your team with a and Prime Spider Man? No, I
1: think I I swapped him out. Did I, I swapped him out for uh, Captain Gwen America? Oh yeah, knew, which yeah. she He's also is America, not. Yeah, it's not like she's a top S-tier piece or anything, you know, so, um, just seeing like, wow, she, what's that?
2: You knocked me out of top eight, you knocked me out of top eight from Oregon, because, uh, after we drew Washington, I built your team on how to counter mine, and since you already practiced against my, uh, no-roll team, like, you had the perfect answer for it, I said.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny.
2: that was great to see, yeah, it was, yeah, that team was great, um, yeah, uh, we usually have Ryan and Christine show up. Last year was uh, um, Pete was my partner. Um, he couldn't make it this year, so Teresa took his spot. I already told him I dedicated this win to him because he's the third team member of our team, which was um, a lot of people cringed at, at first, but it was funny to hear. Our team name was Your Mom is Our Other Ride. So <laughs> it's great to keep hearing that um, over and over all day. Um, since we couldn't really think of a team name, I thought that was a fitting team name. Um, so, and that wasn't just one mom. That's
0: everyone's mom since we want it Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I would like to make it out to gun guy games one of these days, but obviously it's very far for me. I don't even know how long of a flight that is for me. And there's just, there's so it's many, it's about a four and a half hour flight. Really? I okay. I guess if
2: you come out here. Yeah, if you come out here, I'll I have a place for you to stay. I, I won't care. have to
0: because you're moving to Wisconsin soon, Miles. So why would I ever want to come out there? It's, a
2: year, it's 18 months. So <laughs> you're 18 months. 18 months, yeah.
0: I can wait that long. <laughs> I have no problem with that. That's true, that's true. Yeah. I have houses going for sale all around me. So your enti- your, <clears throat> your, you can have any which one you want. They're only like 750,000. Not too I bad know, here. And- Oh wow! Well, yeah. gonna miss me. So
2: it's very sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but by that time, they'll probably be over a million because inflation. <laughs> um, yes.
2: Um, and then one final thought about Pulp. I think after rotation, I think Pulp is a completely wide open. Um, even with Blue Marvel and Deathstroke having Pulse Wave, I think there is still spots for Pulp to expand. Um, I think before rotation, I don't think the Manhunter would have been as great. I think post rotation definitely helped him. Um, I never played him before rotation because I never played pulp. This is actually my first pulp event because I hated the Mora, um, sinister combo. I just think mm-hmm. that's dumb. So yeah, I, I really think that pulp is just going to get better and better, especially after seeing the wheels um, curse for sure. So
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I think my another thought on pulp I have is just I think I think the shield ta is really underutilized. I, you know being able to bump up damage that easily even not even for necron there were times where necron was double tokened and i missed the the uh willpower roll and i'm like oh wow uh scarlet witch has is randomly on her 11 for three click and boom two actions to bump her up to five damage and now she's KOing people so that was pretty cool
0: so real quick before we end the podcast, I posted this on Facebook today, but I want to put you guys on the spot and see what you guys think. So, what should be the next iconic set that WizKids Kids announces? But wrong answers only. I put the Epstein list because we all want to know who's on that list.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: I already put I
2: already put my answer on there. I Did don't you? Know I didn't you, see yours. It, it got lost it. Yeah. So mine is uh,
0: Chris Hansen and his guests. Ah, that's right. Um, that's- take a <laughs> take a seat. <laughs> Yes. That that could be a trait uh, where it's yeah. like, take a seat. This character gains immobile.
2: Yep, exactly. <laughs> love it. Jeez.
1: Um, um, yeah, geez. I don't know. I think I've been watching a, a lot of uh, Arthur with my kids. I think that would make a good set. Maybe some Bionic Bunny.
0: There you go. We I'll just read off some of these because they're good. We got the Smurfs, the Goonies, which I would love. Um, Golden Girls, uh, where was the oh, one gosh. I loved that the is most? Outrageous. It was Celebrity Meltdowns, which would include um, Britney Spears cutting her hair off, Charlie Sheen uh, talking about tiger blood, uh, things like that. The Chappelle Show, that's a good one. Uh, what else do we have on here? There are so many good ones that people – Digimon. There are so many good ones that people put on here, but um, I thought that was funny for some of these – yeah, when I
2: saw wrong answers only, I had to think of something that would have just been horrible. So, yeah. I do not condone those at all. It was completely a joke, just so everyone knows that it was just supposed to be a joke. People should Don't know take that
0: nobody in Heroclix is serious about anything they ever say. So, uh, that is going to be our podcast for tonight. Um, you probably enjoyed it more because I didn't talk as much as normal podcasts, but I wanted to give Trezo and Miles a chance to talk about their tournament. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to be on next. I want to plan something big for the 200th episode, so We're probably going to take next week off. That means that our 200th might be on the 1st of November, which would be kind of fitting. So I will talk with the crew, um, about what we could maybe do for a special 200th episode on November 1st. Uh, That way it gives us two weeks to prepare. Um, If you guys liked our fantasy draft that we did the other day, um, check that one out on YouTube as well. I am still regretting taking Mad Jim Jaspers as my number two pick because that was the worst decision I've ever made. Uh, Such a waste of a pick. Uh, But it was a fun time. I think we're going to try to do that every year after rotation. Um, just for fun for an episode. So I hope you guys liked that one. If you didn't um, watch it yet, go check it out. But thanks for um, joining us on the podcast today. Uh, I know that Wheels is coming out soon. Some content creators should be getting their brick soon, so we should be seeing some more dials. I know they usually put like a dial or two up on uh, Facebook, so it's good to see this set um, coming to full circle. Uh, the set looks gorgeous. Um, I'm really hoping that it's not going to be one of those where this set is gorgeous, and then the next ones they tone down the uh, sculpts because um, they're set in the bar for wheels. And it's kind of, how do I want to say this? When you have Ghost Rider, you really have to go all out for him for his sculpts, I feel like, or it's just not, it doesn't, I don't know. You guys know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely.
2: No, I it- and I think they're they're knocking them all out of the park. I don't think there's a single sculpt that I've been disappointed in. That's uh the Kurs included. I think yeah. they've been knocking every single one of them out of the park.
0: Even like the Electra on a bike looks cool. Like um I I mm-hmm. get I get the glow in the dark, the glow in the dark, but then I also don't get the glow in the dark because like people said, I'm never playing Hero Clicks in the dark, so it's more of a thing like when you shut off the light. I wonder if it's gonna be one of those where you have to shine a light on it for a while to get it to glow. I don't know the glow technology we have right now. (laughs) Or if it's like UV light that you could put under it to make it glow. I don't know, but I am interested to see um, what happens. I'm even more interested to see, because I know Scott did pull one of his boosters, had the orange plastic around it. It wasn't a God Mm -hmm. pack or anything, but it did have all glow figures in it. Um, And I don't know if that's just a random thing you're going to get, or the chase was also in that booster that he got, so I don't know if all the chases are going to be in that orange one. It would it would be nice, honestly, when WizKids drops a set. What? Like, those little mechanics. Like We didn't know that there was a God Pack in Notorious. All you gotta say when you release a set, God Pack included, and mm-hmm. people are gonna buy a shit ton more if you say something like that. I don't think they've ever announced that there was a God pack, a Prime pack, when Batman came out, or when, I think it was the Superman set, when they had different colored um, plastic trays to go along with some of the kryptonite that you got. Like, there was a blue kryptonite, there was a red kryptonite, and they came in different colored uh, plastic. Just announce that, and it boosts the set by so much more. People are going to want to buy more uh, for that, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Just letting people know what they might be getting, you know. Yeah,
0: I, I don't I like the fact helped. that a content creator or someone else just posts a picture like, "Oh, look, I pulled a god pack." What do you mean? They didn't tell us there were god packs in this set. Like that, just it would bring it to a whole different level for them, um, business wise, if they would announce that, well, that stuff. Happened with
2: Disney Plus because didn't um, Porter pulled Porter one. get the god pack? And, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden it skyrocketed. Yeah, the sales of that skyrocketed up. Um, unfortunately, none of the figures were worth money in it. Besides, uh, because I think the God Pack, I think l- lowered a lot of the figures' rare um, pr- cost. Yeah, um, more than just, but and I think the same thing is going on with the Black Lanterns as well. I think a God Pack is as good and bad because it lowers the cost of chases when you have God Packs.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. not only that, but I was just posting in our Discord that I saw somebody, excuse me, sold a Black Lantern Green Arrow for $190. And I think that's correlation to that with God Packs, there might be less of him out there, so then he's going to be in higher demand. So that would also go for... Yeah, him and Hal. Hal Jordan, yep.
2: I think it's mainly until we start seeing Modern played again. I think Orlando is where you're going to really see... Um, which Black Lanterns are going to be money chases and which ones aren't? Green Arrow is great. Um, I think it's. I think the problem with Black Lanterns at the moment, besides Necron, is uh, it looks great on paper because we haven't seen it really played. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see once the dust, dust settles which chases are actually viable in modern and who will hold their value.
0: Well, and let uh, me I'm tell still you, still on the fence with still on the fence of who.
2: On all of them, because I don't know what's because I I don't play that often in person, so I'm really on the fence. Even though like Martian Mander is my personal favorite as well as Aquaman, um, I'm on the fence about which ones will actually. Besides obviously Batman, I think Batman and Necron are the obvious choices. But which ones will actually e near meta, if not defining the meta, other than those two? Well, and um, what's nice about Batman really
0: is you don't even need Necron to make Batman work. Really, you do kind of with the Grave Train markers. No, Go ahead. Uh, Well, he can only make it in his square,
2: so you do need Necron to place it within seven, so that way you can make it in his square and then the next turn bloop um, from all the way across the map. But, uh, yeah, you don't want him to heal.
0: But let me just tell you, I did play a quick game with my Black Lanterns on Sunday, and there is a lot of modifiers that you have to keep track of. I obviously was playing them. My team was Superman, Green Arrow, Necron, Batman, and Double Scott Porter, Um, with the, all the plus ones that green arrow and Superman get, you got to remember that you got to remember the plus one attack that the Scott Porter's give to everybody. You got to remember the plus one defense that the other Scott Porter gives when you have two people next to each other, if they share a keyword there's, and then the grave markers, there's just a ton and ton of stuff to keep track of. You got to remember that everyone has steel energy. And then when somebody gets KO'd, you can heal black lanterns too. Black Lantern is a team that you're gonna have to practice with a lot to get to work efficiently, and I haven't had that many chances to play with my Black Lantern team. I have another one for the um, the Apple and Oranges one for Florida, but it's not a team that you can at least for me, it's not that you can just grab and go. With, without practicing. And I'm not a big practicer. I usually like to play one team and move on, but I'm going to really try to work with Black Lanterns for a while. At least it's competitive. I'm not going to play it in casual.
2: Well, but, not, um, that right there with what you just said is exactly why I don't think they're going to be fetching a lot of money because everybody wants these easy button pieces. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. That's why Karn Silver is <laughs> so big. That's why Scarlet Witch got more play than Agatha. Because Agatha does better stuff. I think she's better in a lot of instances, but she's not as easy plug-and-play as pieces like that or Sky Tyrant or Sakarian. So that's going to lose the value. That's why I think Batman and Necron are going to be the only two you're going to see on multiple builds outside of Black Lantern um, because of their plug-and-play. Just those two alone is the only two you need. Double Necron, I think, is still the... you do Double Necron and at least one Batman, and I think you've got to start to a great team with this. Hundred and twenty points
0: there, Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta end the show here. Um, but check out our Patreon at patreoncom clicksing if you want to get entered into our giveaways monthly. And then check out our sponsor over at Glass Cabinet Hobbies and use code clicksing it C L I X I N I T to get five percent off your order. But thanks again for joining us. Uh, and remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.
2: He once shot a man just for snoring, got out of bed and shot him dead, well his name was, I didn't know
0: what his name was, so we just called him Fred.